Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Okay. How things going? Not too bad. I found out late last night that five of my swimmers uh, qualified for the state championship meet, which is this coming weekend. So I thought I was done, but I've got one oh, more week. Yeah. I. Uh... So now I've got to coordinate getting hotel rooms and stuff because we have to drive up Clovis. to Clovis. Yeah. I, I thought Clovis was in New Mexico. No, there's a Clovis, California, which is uh, middle of the state. That way, the people in the north have to drive down. The people in the south have to drive up. It's and they've got a big swim complex there, so it's it's great hmm. for hosting. Let me see if I can get you get your sound to go on to my uh, headphones. This this speaker phone is not not good, and I don't want to hold the phone for the other than I have here. Uh, I'm gonna flip this up and. Oh, I know why the problem is, because I've got it hooked onto my uh, iPad right now, and i got to release it from there. And so let me do that and get the Bluetooth back on here. That's right. Settings. Accessibility, bingo, access pointer, hearing devices. Hey, connected, it says anyway. Okay, now let me see if I can get you back here. And uh, turn off, whoops. I would hang up if I touched that. That looks like a phone thing. So I don't know what to do. Oh, can you talk? Are you talking? Ah. Yeah, I can talk. I can, I can always talk. I yeah, don't know if you're you coming hear me. right into my earphones now. Good. I got them detached from my iPad. That was the problem. Okay, yeah. now I can hear you a lot better. Speaker phones just leave a lot to be desired. Anyway, uh, I really haven't done much research preparing for today, but yeah, well, we've been sending, you know, stories back and forth to each other for, uh, throughout the week. So, you know, we can go back to, uh, to the a few of those. Yeah. I think the last, the last one, the, there was one sent, uh, that talked about the Apple wins. Oh, I guess we talked about that last time. The Apple wins patent for the hinged keyboard, uh, and hybrid device because the patent showed pictures of like windows, uh, like you know Mac type windows instead of iPad type yeah. windows on the screen. So. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know, I, I I think we have two accounts uh, connecting each other, and uh, I mean from messages standpoint, I don't know why that was, but uh, I I had sent <clears throat> one earlier that uh, basically I'm looking at a, uh, uh, a monitor that I thought sounded pretty good for $700 by Samsung. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. That just came into my, my regular account that did not come into anything oh. special. Just the, I, I should say account. It came, into, came in on the same thread of conversations that we have about yeah. everything else. So you know, the only time it branches off is, is if you... 
send something if you send something to both me and Tobin or something, then it's I you know, see. It's kind well, of thread. anyway, uh, that was a YouTube video that I sent you there, so that wasn't one we could go back and yeah. read about. Yeah, that's I really hate yeah. YouTube videos, mostly because the guy who's talking about it is a either making wild ass guesses that aren't based in anything and I don't know this person they don't seem to have any track record as far as I'm concerned or they're just repeating yeah. stuff I've already read yeah. somewhere you know so it's like I stick to the more tried and true sources that that you know have a track record of predicting things you know you get some guy with a thick accent saying and we think that and we we see absolute proof that there's going to be yeah. this you know and it's like yeah right okay you haven't seen absolute yeah. proof of anything um so any, anyway, but, uh, uh, I, I think that M8 monitor is, uh, is pretty, pretty neat for the money. Yeah, I've, I've read a couple reviews of it, and people who tend to be sort of like tech people in general seem to like it. Uh, people who are more Mac people say that it's a large monitor at 4K, which means that it's not a retina-quality display because the, when you get that large, the pixels get too uh, big. Um, that said, I'm looking at a 40-inch 4K in front of me right now uh-huh. that I use, and I think it looks I think it looks great. So you know, I mean, everybody's yeah. eyes are different. Well, the the main point made by uh, whoever wrote the article that I read, I, I did went to several different places, but I guess I didn't mm-hmm. send you the article. <clears throat> I did. Yeah, you did. Oh well. Uh, yeah. Is that on the page that we normally use, uh, email? Uh, <laughs> I can find it. I have to scroll, scroll back up. Keep clearing your throat. You got a tickle or no, something? No, I just have I'm dry for some reason. Uh, I'm not for sure. Mm. I never podcast without something to say. I, I think that's a good idea. I have some chocolate milk. But... I usually have some coffee or some water uh, or both. I'm going to go grab a cup of that, and I'll be right back. Or I can take my phone with me so we can talk on the way. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'll do that. Mm. Anyway, uh, it's uh, uh, Samsung takes advantage of their own little processor. I forgot what, what they call it now. To use it for like as if it's a general computer because it's got a Linux kind of OS on it. Snapdragon. No, it's not Snapdragon. Oh well, that's the name of the chip that they put. They sell oh, everybody uh, put into that, phones. I'm talking about the OS, Tizen or something like that. T- oh, Tizen is an OS that oh. they've had. Yeah, you said a chip. Yeah, they've had Tizen for a while. In fact. Um, They've been they've been putting it in a variety of different things, including televisions and uh, yeah. So their anyway, watch. Uh, they 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 are doing more with that monitor than just a monitor. It's kind of like a little computer, you know. Right, sort of similar to what Apple has yeah. done with the uh, their new yeah, and uh, and display. some of it sounds pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm not sure I like that trend, though, of a monitor having so many different, uh, you know, like having an operating system and stuff. There's just too much to go wrong with something that's really supposed to be, you know, very utilitarian. Well, see, I was thinking of this monitor as just a place to hook up my portable. 
I, I probably am never going to buy e- right. even another desktop Apple computer. I just, I don't sit at my desktop. Right. But when I do come occasionally use, I just like to plug it in and have a big picture, you know? The, the, the other thing that I would, uh-huh. that I use it, would use it for, and I haven't, and the reason I haven't bought it yet is I got to know for sure that it runs Zoom. They, they have a Google thing that they talked about in the article uh, that does similar, similar to Zoom, but Zoom's what everybody uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, using the other thing doesn't help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I would like to know is what, what runs, what's the total scope of things that I can download and run on Tizen? You know, is there a is there a, a site I can go to and see all of the apps available for Tizen? Yeah, I don't know. So I, I really haven't started to do any research in that area. I thought I would call somebody, but then I just haven't got to it. So but I do have a phone number that supposedly answers uh, some questions specifically about that monitor, too. I, uh, that I wanted to get answered before. I... Well, I mean, but if you connect it to your device, then you can certainly. Run oh, that's true. Wanted. That's true. But I, I want to. So I, I don't want it dependent on a device. If I can do the Zoom thing from it, yeah, then it does enough that it's fine just as a desktop and you know to talk to people at you know at the other end, you know. Uh, so I'm, I, I want to know just how much, what the scope of applications are for this thing. Because yeah. uh, they, they, mm-hmm. they started to make a big deal about how much you could do without having a computer even. And so I says, okay, that, that's not what they did talk about. A lot of it sounded good, but then there were some other things that I mm-hmm. hope that it would be, would be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <clears throat> I was just intrigued by the cost versus the the fact that it's a, a better quality monitor than a monitor than I have anywhere in the house, you know. And I, I have this. Uh, I guess it's maybe uh, twenty seven inches or probably less, maybe twenty one thing that I paid a hundred dollars for at a garage sale, you know. <laughs> And I'd like something mm-hmm. a little bit better than that. Uh, the the other thing is it uh, does have some speakers, but they didn't. So I hooked to a, a bass speaker. So yeah. anyway, it's always more interested, you know, interesting for me to think and talk about something that that I'm thinking about purchasing, you know, <laughs> than some bunch of theoretical sure. stuff. Uh, another kind of big issue is that it's sounding like uh, Apple is going to have more serious, uh, I mean, from a, just an operation standpoint, serious problems in getting product out this year because of COVID in China. It's really got messy. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, no, I know. It's it's you know the the um, uh, their idea of zero COVID lockdown. You know, as soon as anybody's been spotted, 
uh, is apparently yeah, totally different than anything that I'd heard of anywhere else. Like you know, we'll we'll shut down your company and you can you can all live there and work there, but you're not leaving the the building, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, they have some different different ways that's set up too. Though there are a lot of uh, factories where people you know come in from outside the um, Mm -hmm. the area to work, and and they do they've got like you know bunk rooms and stuff in the factory. So that's how people were already living and working there. They would come in and live and work there for a period of time and then go home. And so you know they're set up to do that. You know, uh, it got me to thinking about just uh, like creatively what we might do uh about even worse pandemics uh you know there there should be some way where instead of wearing a just cloth mask or just a filter type mask that basically you you breathe from uh a a tap mask that's really snug and it's tight it's airtight around your face everybody wears a helmet yeah maybe it's a helmet i don't know you know, but but <laughs> we all walk around with like small, lightweight motorcycle helmet type things with with shields down over our face, and uh, and and then on the shield they project information. So we we our smart goggles become smart helmets with well, breathing needs, apparatus it, built in. We be, it, we become Darth yeah, Vader but, for uh, gosh. You sakes. know, the, the reason I bring it up is because the masks are clearly the totally unscientific part of this whole thing. No, nobody really knows very much about the masks other than, oh, yeah, they help a little, you know. But a lot of people don't, they, uh, with the current kinds of masks that we have, uh, don't put them on right. There's all kinds of fit issues uh, and stuff like that, that that a different design or something might be able to address. But it's ripe for doing something a bit more creative, primarily because from what I've, I understand from the medical people that as viruses go, COVID wasn't really that bad. I mean, yeah, a lot of people died, but it could be a whole lot worse. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It also could have been a whole lot less worse. I mean, you know, there's a range of these things, you know. And as it has mutated, it's gotten more and more catchy, but less and less severe. So, you know, it could also go the other way. Yeah. so anyway, uh, I, I I'm sure we're gonna hear more and more of it. And then the worst, the biggest, totally as far as I'm concerned, unsolved problem is the masking issue. I mean, pe- people are don't like it yeah. at all, and are angry about it. And and it's it you know it's got so bad that it's basically a social issue more than it was a medical issue. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I sent you a link uh, to the Samsung M8 monitor. I also sent you a link to a Samsung 32-inch uh, 4K uh, television set that is half the price. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but does it do yeah. anything? Yeah, it shows you television shows. Oh, well, I've got an abundance of TVs right around here now. I'm yeah, well, and you can also plug in your device, and you can and you can uh, you can do all of the stuff you want to do with it. You could do Zoom and everything, and you could do it for for less than five hundred dollars. Oh, 
So you're just saying I just use my computer to do this, uh, all the normal stuff, and it's just a display monitor, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the idea that the monitor can do Zoom for you is interesting, but you know, are you you're, you're paying a premium of looks like about three hundred and fifty dollars to be able to do it on the monitor instead of just doing it through the iPad that you've got already. Yeah. You know, and this is a you know a four K. Uh, uh, HDR television, or so it you know it shows the um, the the screen will show uh, the HDR color palette. So you know it, it's a high I've always I've always been afraid of image. televisions for one reason, and that is is that very often when you plug some other option thing in the back of them, then it cuts off the stuff around the edges. You know the screen size doesn't ever size right. I've been totally leery of using televisions for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm using a 4K television right now and have been for several years and have no problems with that whatsoever. Yeah. It's Maybe it's just certain brands. I, you know, I now, don't know. There are adjustments that you can make to um, uh, adjust the uh, the height and width of the image to to grow it or shrink it on the screen. Uh, that's built yeah, well, into the television. Well, anyway, that's so why that I can, that's why I spent about a hundred dollars for this junk monitor that I have, just because I got tired fussing with televisions who that could never display my computer image and get it all on a screen. Just could not figure the problem, could yeah. not solve the problem. But that's maybe because I, all of my televisions are LGs. They all work the same. So if one of them doesn't work, none of. I mean, I can't get one of them to do something. You can't get any of them to do it. You know. So I, I take that back. I do have a Vizio, and that was even worse. That one's in this room. Yeah. Well, I can't speak for yours. I can I can only speak for mine. I have a TCL, mm. and it works fine. I'm very happy with it. So, um, yeah, you had shared a, an article a while ago. You know, we were talking about uh, COVID and lockdowns. It was, um, what was it, a bunch of employees um, at a uh, – um, plant that makes MacBook Pros in China, owned by Quanta Computer, uh, and apparently the the um, the factory was under strict lockdown conditions, and the employees basically rebelled and started trying to break out yeah. through the barriers. They did not yep. want to be locked inside. <laughs> yeah, they get. Uh, so so it, it made me think that uh, you know even though they're a dictatorial country that doesn't mean that people are still totally under their thumbs you know they, they may not be able to get yeah, any work done yeah is well what I'm and, saying, you know yeah well i think part of the you know it's one of those things where it's like you know if there are people complaining or uprising in specific places then they have the power and the and the wherewithal to go and put down yeah. that insurrection um you know if if it happens everywhere yeah then you know a bill, you, you don't stop a billion people from right. doing what they want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just don't. Um, you know, yep. so you know, it's it's funny because you know, in, in our style, in our form of government, we say government of the people, for the people, and by the people. Um, but what it boils down to is really, you know, it's it's every government rules tacitly, 
because if the people, if if all the people really get angry, there's not much the government's going to do. They outnumber yeah. you by lots. Yeah. You know, I mean, they really do. No matter where what country it is, uh, you know. Now the bad guys often have you know the the guns and the and the tanks and the you know the, the, <laughs> the weapons. But uh, well, we're but, we're unique uh, in that. Now, we have a pretty heavily armed country uh, outside the government. We do. You know? Yeah. 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 No, we are very unique in that. So, um, you know, and it, and it has its drawbacks, oh, yeah. you know, societally, there's some issues with everybody having access to yeah. two guns. But uh, but it also, you know, makes the government think twice when they try to do things that, that the people are going, <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, the one thing that you know. uh, I, I just looking at the articles here, uh, we really haven't talked online i don't think about this uh a phone replacing passwords yeah that was a a pretty big thing that broke out this week was uh apple and google and uh microsoft uh are part of the consortium yeah and and when i first saw that i says it's about time because that's been a yeah, this is something you actually brought yeah, up. Yeah, it's just quite been an open ago. wound for years. It just seems like this whole password thing. You know how bad you're going to let it get before we yeah. try to fix it. Now the the real problem, and I think the reason it got delayed for a long time, is it's not really something that uh, is very easy for a group to do. You know, group engineering on something like this doesn't work, and it seems to me that. Somebody's got to kind of have to take the lead and say, here is a thing that addresses all of the issues. And here's, you know, because, uh, yeah, you know, if you if you don't have, let's say, uh, a, a good biological sensor on some product, you know, that that the world right. wears or uses a lot of it, you know, so, so it all comes down to phones. I right. Mean, it, that's what makes this proposal possible. That's what we got. The most, the only thing. Yeah. Now I don't know if if Android even has any, do they use fingerprints or anything like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. You've been living with your head in the sand. Yeah. They've got fingerprints. They've even got face ID. Now Uh, there's been some debate, especially early on as to whether or not their version of face ID was particularly safe, that it could be cracked Mm -hmm. pretty easily. But uh, in subsequent generations, they've got both of those and they work fine. And so, yes, they have biometric uh, and they've even got like a secure enclave built into their chips now. So, so, you know, there, there's nothing that happens on Android that doesn't eventually make it to iOS. And there's nothing on iOS that doesn't yeah. eventually make it to Android, uh, you know, in one way or another. You know, security-wise, they've always said the best, the best type of security is, is, is threefold. Something you know, something you have, and right. something you are, right? And, and so if you have a phone and you, have a, you are a fingerprint or an eye or a face scan, um, you know, those two are pretty tough. And then if you add into that something you know, like a PIN code or something that's fairly easy, you know, that adds a, a, another layer of complexity. Um, but they're saying that, the, that, that they get so much more security by do, having a phone with a biometric that you don't even need the, uh, a, a password or a yeah. PIN code or yeah. anything. So, I, you know, they're, they're never going to get people to to try to remember and change often large passwords that really mean, make any sense. The whole pa- right. password concept violates society's norms, you know? 
Yeah, it just doesn't match the way yeah. human beings function. So, you know, we function by putting our password on a posty note attached to our monitor. That's, that's right. Then we, we use it for everything. You know, if you got a hundred places, I'm yeah. that's the I'm going to use a hundred places. So if anything goes wrong, hundred places are yeah. now vulnerable. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see that they're at least start working on it, and they're talking about you know in the near term getting started. Uh, putting it in various places. Now it's, it's a long-term project as they point out, because we got so many different uh, people involved in setting up different programs or applications on the internet. That, that must be in the millions, you know, I, you know, I have no idea how much it is, but until they all get converted, you know, you still got the password issue out there. And that's what come from mm-hmm. putting this thing off so darn long. Yeah, well, you know, it's like any standard. It takes time for a the standard to be developed and b for it to be rolled out. So, so you know, anytime they change the standard uh, for uh, cellular communication, it takes several years for it to happen. This whole thing with uh, you know thread radios and matter, uh, you know, they're they're they're, they're still you know haven't made it uh, official and standardized yet. And although lots of places have started to implement yeah. the thread radios uh, for for home automation so you know it's slowly slowly getting there by the way on that point you know i've got a whole bunch of thread radio devices in my house for my home kit and i have found that to be far superior to previous technologies in terms of the the uh latency and the reliability of connections between devices until until um i changed away I, i changed around my router recently and, and and then I ended up putting it back and reconnecting it. And I went through about a week of everything in the system being wonky. I had to go around and manually disconnect from power every single thread or really? smart home device and, and reset it to get it to reconnect. Yeah, it just mm. went bonkers. Um, yeah, it was, well, it was weird. And it's the first time I've seen that happen. But it was just I, – I, I, Re, I, I reconfigured my router to go through a uh, firewall, uh, not a firewall, but a VPN, basically, um, and decided that my smart home stuff, I didn't care if it went through the VPN, so then I, re- uh, I mm-hmm. reconfigured it back. Uh, but changing it and then changing it back wigged out the entire thread network. And, you know, one of the hallmarks of that network is that it's completely automatic. You have no control. <laughs> Which is which is yeah. great when everything's working, but when it's not working, it really yeah. stinks because what do you do? Uh, and so I ended up, you know, literally all you could do is, you know, unplug yeah. and replug in everything. So I was going around unplugging and replugging in all the all the different devices. The the, the way that the thing works is there's always like a an edge router that attaches the thread network to the you know yeah. Wi-Fi in your house. And in my case, it's a um, uh, an AirPod or uh, a HomePod Mini, and uh, I discovered that the HomePod Mini was not connecting the Thread network to or the HomePod Mini wasn't showing up on the Thread network, so it had lost its router, and that was I think the heart of everything. So I re- rebooted the Mini first, and everything did not automatically reconnect to it. Now maybe if I'd have been more patient, it would have, but I ended up going around and huh. rebooting everything. 
to force them to reconnect. To Most the people would just say, throw it away. I don't want any of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard to turn it off and turn it back on once I sort of realized yeah. what was going on. But, you know, most people wouldn't have known to troubleshoot to see, you know, like get a use a, a tool to see what's actually on the thread network and then, you know, do a little analysis about, oh, hey, wait a minute. My my edge router is not attached. And, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, I think a lot of people would have said unplug and unplug stuff, you know, or yeah. unplug and replug or turn off and turn back on. That's not that you know, beyond the, I mean, because ultimately that was the troubleshooting was just turn everything off, turn yeah. it on. It worked. By the way, I, I saw you liked my comment on Fido. What a what a cool name for that password thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fido. <laughs> it was just an. Yeah, acronym I can't remember exactly what the acronym yeah. stood for. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it is. It's. Uh, it's the FIDO Alliance, and let's see, Fast Identity Online is what it stands It must for. be re- flipped because it was in some other language or something where they reverse the words, you know, the order. No, it's Fast, Ide- On- fast oh, Identity Online. Fast, fast ID I, I, I Online. Oh, that's, that's English. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know... Um, I think the the idea that they're going to do this and that they're they're supporting it in into the World Wide Web Consortium is great, and uh, and the idea that we can start doing this, you know, the sooner the better. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. <laughs> like what what took so dang long? You know, we've had these these biometric devices for a couple yep. of years now. They should have been moving to, on this front oh. immediately. So maybe they felt like they had to uh, wait till there was a you know certain number of people who had upgraded to phones that had that because you know some people keep phones until they yeah. die. A lot of people do. Well, you know, we live in that sort of tech brain bubble where where you know something's cool and interesting techni- technologically wise, and yeah. you upgrade. But but uh, but most people don't. Most people. You know, I always think uh, not to pick on my brother, but, you know, he, he decides his phone is not working well and he's fed up with it. So he goes and buys a new phone two weeks before Apple announces <laughs> their new phones. And, and I'm like, oh, my. Why? Do, talk to me. And he goes, I don't care. You know, I just wanted a new phone. This one's better than the one I had. So I'm happy. And I'm like, OK. You know, and but, you know, that's that's, that's the way most that's of the world right. works. It's like sure. he's he's happy. You know, and he got a great deal on it because they were blowing about because they knew there were going to be new phones announced in two weeks. Price is a lot more important than some new feature I don't care about, right? (laughs) Right. Well, and if you're upgrading from a phone that's four years old, the new phone's awesome. So why would why would you not be happy to get it? And 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 quite honestly, he represents the norm. That's right. You and I are not the norm. We'll we'll go out and spend money foolishly. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll pay a premium to have the newest and the latest because we understand the technology and and we really don't need it, but we understand the technology yeah. and we think it's cool. <laughs> That's what the, the price of the price of cool, right? That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It's you know, I remember when Apple first came out with the Series Six was the first one where they had the Max size phones, and I got a, a iPhone Six Max, and I had it like the third day mm-hmm. of availability. And I remember being at a swim meet and having 
parents and kids coming walking over to me going, "Ooh, is that the new iPhone?" You know, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I like that." Yeah, you know, I, I like the attention. You know, that lasted for about you know three days, and then <laughs> and then we moved on to the next yeah. thing. You know, and that said, you know, I mean, I'm I'm using an iPhone 11, and you know, iPhone 14 is coming out yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, let's see what what do we have coming up here? June's are, there's always the uh, big software meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. So the Worldwide Developers Conference is, starts June sixth. So we're like, and anyway, the first day that. is usually uh, the day if there's any hardware associated with it that they'll they'll announce it. Yeah, during during the keynote, they'll make an announcement and. Honestly, uh, while hardware is interesting to me, I am much more interested to hear them talk about of of all, everything iPad yes. OS. That to me is the big news this year, or I hope it will be. If it's you, not, you, I'll be disappointed. You, you mean Mac I, OS I, on the iPad? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I've been I've been saying for you know the better part of a year uh, that there needs to be a a Mac button, uh, the Finder button, just like there is oh, when you on your Mac in the bottom left-hand corner mm-hmm. of your dock, there's that little uh, mm-hmm. Mac face, the blue and gray. They, there needs one of those needs to be in the bottom corner of the dock, in the same location on an iPad. And it, when I put my iPad on my in my um, uh, case that has a keyboard and a pointing device, or if I attach a blue board, a Bluetooth keyboard and pointing device, then that should appear. And when I don't have those things there, it should disappear or gray out. Uh, and so, you know, and then you tap it, and you and you've got Mac OS running yeah. on that device. Yeah. Well, and and they're fully capable of doing it. You know, the hardware can do you're, it because you're the right. Same in, hardware. in the hardware so, world, it's a it's a business of how do you change mode? Basically, it's a mode switch. You know, right. And yeah. And then, you know, they maintain their we've never built a Mac with t- with but a touch you know, interface. I, I think you're wrong about the button. They, and the reason I think you're wrong is, is that you, since you need a keyboard and you don't ever use a keyboard in the iPad, that when you attach the keyboard, that's automatic. Oh, I disagree. I use a keyboard on my iPad oh, all do. the time. Yes. You, you, uh, you mean a you mean a hard hardware keyboard? And I know I'm not keyboard. alone. Hardware oh. keyboard. My 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 iPad is in a case that it has a keyboard and a touchpad on it, and I use that all the time. Oh, okay. I did have that on this one, but then uh, I took it off and uh, haven't put it back because it kept getting in the way. Since I didn't use it all the time, like you did. Yeah. Yeah, I use it all the time. And in fact, I, I have a laptop that I couldn't tell you the last time I picked it up. I I use the iPad as my laptop, uh, and anytime I'm writing an email or anything of any length, I use the real keyboard to type it huh. on my iPad. Well, I guess everybody's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's different use cases. So that way, you know, I, I want the option of using the keyboard with iOS apps or tap the button and, and yeah. Run now, Mac do app you have it. an M1 iPad? Oh, so I we're, do not. we're both out in the cold until they announce something and make it worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have the the previous generation iPad Air, so mine's at. Uh, so until uh, I hear an official Apple announcement that this is going to happen, I won't even worry about it. that's yeah. that's. Not even, you know, who cares if it's an M1 or a, 
iOS device. Yeah, totally iOS device. You know, I don't care. Yeah, and, and that's the assumption, right, is that it'll have to be the M1 in order to do right. this. It won't work with the previous generations. That, that feature see, will require an, see, an M1 lot, or better. A lot of people jumped the gun, and they just they were just sure that Apple was going to send them the software for the iOS, for OS, Mac OS you know, to go with it, and it didn't happen. So that right, yeah. Well, when they when they introduced an iPad with the M1 in it instead of an A series right. chip, yeah. which it had always had before, I think the writing was on the wall. But we'll see. I mean, we, you know, in right. four weeks we'll yeah. know. All a big assumption at this point. Yeah. And well, not quite because of that patent that was revealed. That's the thing that's got the yeah. world on fire now. You know. Yeah. Well, what we don't know is that could have been a new device that is a Mac. We don't know. It didn't specifically say that was an iPad. It just said, this is how it works, mm -hmm. you know? And that one could be, when you dock it with that keyboard, it's a Mac. When you unplug it from that keyboard, it's yeah. a Mac. Or, or yeah. an iPad, and that, rather. And, and it might be just that device, and that could be a brand and new device. And what you're assuming that is that that for. keyboard had an M1 in it. So that I could use it with. What? No, I'm assuming the key, that the iPad piece oh. had the M1 in it. Okay. Maybe the I, I was thinking maybe the keyboard had some extra battery. Yeah, yeah it probably does. You know, they need to add weight to the keyboard anyway, so that the whole thing right. sits flat. Yep. So anyway, uh, you're right. Being a software meeting, that'll be the big deal. But it, it could be the big deal if they also, uh, yeah, w along with that, provided, uh, you know, in more information, Apple-supported Apple information sure. regarding that keyboard, you know, or whatever new, new keyboard you, yeah. you want to call it. Right. Well, and, you know, they, um, they have had some... Um, uh, hardware announcements at WWDC for pro-level hardware. Or if they're talking about a new piece of hardware, they might have, like, a developer's kit available. So, like, if they're going to do the AR thing, they might say, okay, you know, developers can register to get the Yeah, most kit. often that's what it has to do with stuff that uh, they need They need product for the holidays to get started, you know, so they're getting it out here early for the developers. Right, yeah, because it is a developer's right. meeting. I mean, that's what it's about. So, you know, if it's something new and we need you to make software for it in order for it to be a viable product, then we need to get it in your hands yep. early. So, yeah, so... The other thought, too, is that they might they might announce the, the Mac Pro there, the final device that's going to be moved over to Apple. Oh, so yeah. On. Yeah. So... Uh, and... Any, anyway, uh, throughout yeah. the year, I've got a list of things here that are still going to happen. They think in 22, uh, the, uh, the 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 big big consumer product is still the Mac Air, and always will be because of the cost. They think there'll be another. Well, they're talking about an M2 there. chip with it, you know. Right. And yeah. To me, I don't care whether you say M1, M2, whatever. Uh, I have the general concept yeah. that any device that is important to Apple will have its custom chip 
And it, I don't care what they call it, whether it's an M, A, B, C to Z, you know. But right, well, like they've got the S chips that run in the watches, and the yeah, uh, HomePod, the, uh, you, the HomePod yeah, Mini uses an the, S chip. They'll have a whole you know? bunch of custom chips eventually because that's the way to do things. Yeah, right. They right size yeah. their chips for their yeah. job. So uh, I I don't think this M1, M2, M3 stuff is all that meaningful other than just for the computers right now Mm -hmm. uh yeah well i mean it's it's incremental it's just a way of counting you know the next version up but it's not Um, always up it's going to have have to do more with io as you start specializing it for these other applications and so uh, you know that's why the game guys are getting excited because they're always the power consumer in electronic products you know Mm-hmm. They, they've got jobs that they yeah. would, you know, the creative types are saying, give me more power, more power, more power. And and the other one is the artificial yeah. intelligence side, software side. Uh, they they can consume power like crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a pause here for a second. Oh, okay. The men's room. So uh, you want to hang uh, on? Let me call you back. No, I'll hang on. I'll just stay on here. Okay. I'll be back.
Good. All right, I'm back. All right, so, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the Worldwide Developers Conference this year. I'm uh, probably more excited about it than I have been in the last couple of years because I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that we see something cool in the software. I'm debating as to whether before the Worldwide Developers Conference I should order an iPad because if they don't announce oh. what I want, then I'll cancel it or return <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, because I'm perfectly happy with the one I've got right now for running mm -hmm. iPad OS. But if uh, because it doesn't have the M1 in it, I suspect it will not be capable of running. And, and you the, won't be able uh, to get a replacement for a long time, right? Yeah, well, what I'm afraid is, is yeah, as soon as they announce that, then there's going to be a run on them, and they're, they're short supply anyway because of constraints. And so it's like, well, maybe I should. Unless you find out that early. it's really a, 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 a different iPad that's needed than, than the first, first one around. Maybe they found some flaws with the way it was built, you know? Yeah, exactly. Then they say, oh, wait a minute, you've got to get the new M2 version of the iPad in order for this to work with this new keyboard that it only, only works know. with that one keyboard. <laughs> so. But, you know, when you buy something from Apple, they usually give you two weeks right. if you're not happy with it or if it's not what you expected. So, But, the, but, you, but your thoughts are good that, that sometimes just, a, you know, a week or so before the event is a better time to get product, you know, get, get in line at least. Yeah, so buy it on like uh, June yeah. 3rd, that Friday, right? And then on Monday, if they don't announce Cancel. what you want, then return it. Yeah. Don't even have to open the package. I know what it mm -hmm. is. It's like, I, you know, I just, either it will or it won't do what I want it to. Now, <clears throat> um, you thought maybe they would announce the Pro. Is that uh, why? Why? Uh, the, yeah. Ma the, the Mac Pro, uh, just because that's a, a pro audience, you know, developers. And to finish, and just so, to finish this, um, this whole business of conversion up and get out of the Intel. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it's the last piece, um, you know, although they say it's the last device that they'll have an M1 version of. That doesn't mean that there aren't still Intel versions out there because there's still an Intel version of the Mac yeah. Mini that you can buy. And I suspect that, you know, because if you look at the, the lines, the Mac Mini has the M1. And then the Mac Studio has the Macs and the Ultra. There is no desktop that has the M1 Pro. 
And I think that the high-end Mini was supposed to get the M1 Pro, and I think that they, just because of constraints and shipping, never put that one out. And so we will either see an M1 Pro or an M2 Pro that will become the high-end um, Mac yeah. Mini. Well, it's such an expensive machine, the time you get it all done, that very few people have much interest in it. So, uh, uh, yeah. Talking about the Pro again, the pro, not the Mini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the current one starts at six thousand dollars and goes up to forty thousand dollars. Yeah, fundamentally, fundamentally, since they so. the the top performance part today is called the Ultra, the M1 Ultra. Basically, uh, I see it as a double Ultra, you know, or a quad Ultra. I, you yeah. know, I, yeah, yeah. That's probably how they're so, going to do it. it, it you know, that's usually what you do when you build more powers. You just put more of your best in yeah. into the. Yeah. Well, and I think the teardown of the studio showed where we're going because people were saying, well, you know, if everything's on the chip in order to get the speed that you want, then what's the point of having something like a pro where you've got space to add stuff in because you can't well, add anything yeah, well, in. It's all, we... you know, but but they showed in the teardown that you could that the that the storage was. Yeah, well, in fact, what they were doing before that is they were cutting a, a part in half. You know? Right. Yeah, right. to get the max. So uh, that was a revolution, you know, from a production point of view, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and... Yeah. Yeah, did you, did you look at that closely, too? You know, if you look at that interposer piece that's in between the two maxes no, I, to make I, an ultra... No, I wanted to read about it, that, but I didn't find the, any, you know... The two the two pieces yeah. when they meet don't meet face to face. One of them is flipped 180 degrees to the other one. Hmm. Why is that? I wonder. I don't know, but that's how the I think to make the pinouts work directly across. Hmm. I guess I don't know. So so like one M1 Max is facing up and one is facing down on hmm. an Ultra. Which also explains why they then have the heat pipes going to both sides of the chip in the design of the uh, yeah. studio. Well, anyway, I I didn't know I didn't uh, investigate that, but that's in- interesting that they do that. But and I can understand some rationale as to why it would be the right way to do it. So, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting observation that the. You know, the it's not two chips laying on the same plane facing, yeah, well, up to each other. Ultimately, they're twisted. When it comes to system design, uh, I think everybody acknowledges that three dimensional design is a critical issue in the future. When you're trying to jam so much stuff in small spaces, you got to you got to right. really look at at the thing not just from a flat surface motherboard standpoint kind of thing, but how do you make connections in the other dimension? You know. The third dimension. Yeah. Uh, so uh, doesn't surprise. Uh, anyway, somebody said they're thinking there it might be a uh, iPhone 14 Pro Max. Do we don't we do we even we're just just now got the 13s right? So why I don't know why anybody is think thinking there'd be a 14 iPhone iPhone 14 will be out in a few months. Oh, I guess the September. 13s have been out 
for a while, but it didn't seem like it, it has Since been that long September. already. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they, they always come okay. out in the fall. So we're talking, you know, four months. They'll be announced. Okay. I just haven't been thinking much along like what, what, any, any, uh, speculations to what's going on with the 14 what's new new and wonderful well they said that they're they're going to drop the mini because it's not selling that well and then right now if you want the max size you have to get the pro and they're saying that there will be a m14 regular size and m14 max and then an m14 pro and an m14 pro max so that you'll be able to get a larger phone at the at the regular phone the other thing that they've said is that the new um, uh, A16 chip that'll be in mm -hmm. the latest phones will only be will only be in the pros. That the that the regular line will will keep this last year's chip in it, the A15. Oh, okay. And part of that has to do with constraint issues. Mm -hmm. But uh, but it's also a way to differentiate the pro from the from the regular line. I mean. But let's face it, has anybody ever bought a new phone and gone, dang, this thing's just too slow? <laughs> yeah, it uh, follows a pretty steady prog progression to bigger and better, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they just each one gets incrementally faster and better. You know, it's funny, too, that we were talking about that, um, you know, Intel, I guess we hadn't talked about it yet, but Intel and... Um, uh, Qualcomm both talking about how they're going to attack the lead that Apple has created for themselves in terms of chip oh, design. Right. Yeah. And yeah, well, there's by a lot the, going by on the way, there. I... But, 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 but the bottom line was they said, yeah, we expect that we'll have our M1 competitor out in 2023, by which point Apple will be, you know, have the M2 out for a year and be ready uh, well, working on the well, M3. Well, I read somewhere so. that Intel is, in fact, embarrassingly announced that they're going to ha get TSMC to produce uh, some of their parts. Yeah, because they said that a while back because they basically admit that they don't have the technology to to, to do things yeah, at that been, level, that they're, size. They're still clustering around at 5 and 7 nanometers uh, uh, basic core size, you know, on, on, the, on the chip. Yeah. Die yeah, size. the die the die size that they, that they're that they're and, able to and, produce is is yeah, not as good and, and as those, TSMC. Those guys are at three and four and talking about two, you know. So, yeah, gosh, it seems that's an embarrassment, you know. I mean, everything in the yeah. in the chip business is driven by the production ability to keep making things smaller because that's how you get speed and reduce power and everything else. That, that that's that's the payoff, you know. Make that sucker smaller. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and in, Intel's not had the ability in their chip fabs to do that. You know, that's part of the reason that uh, I think that uh, Apple got so frustrated with them and, and started thinking they had to do it on their own because, you know, the they kept waiting and waiting. Same problem they had when they were on the Power PC. They were waiting and waiting for them to give them faster chips, well, and they're like, you know, you guys, that, you guys are well, holding us back. So well, that's we the just got to do it ourselves. Not being in the production business because that's the heart of if you're going to be in a chip business, that's where the competition is. And so Apple was looking at everybody else and saying, "Who's who's making the best progress here? We can we 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 just have to leave Intel completely out of it because they're they're falling behind." 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Apple went in with, you know, really deep pockets and said, we want to buy up all of your production capability. Everything you can make. We want you making these chips. Yep. 24-7. You know, so they've been hit in less ways than some of the uh, competitors in terms of constraint issues. You know the weird thing that's that's causing the constraints though, it's not the custom chips. It's the you know, the the, the one sensor that measures that, that that you know, cars use to measure the temperature inside the cabin or it's the you know, it's it's the it's the little commodity items that we had relied on that are that's now right. hard yeah. to find. Uh I'm not I really haven't thought too much about what the cars is, but I thought the main deal in there is their ignition system right they when they did away with the, all of the old uh, spark plug concepts and uh well i guess they still have they still have the spark they still have spark thing, plugs but, but, but the timing and yeah that's that's, Electronic that's what ignition i mean yeah, instead of like distributors it. yeah that's that's yeah. stuff because they had but but those are special parts those are pretty high power you're you're switching yeah. some heavy current yeah I don't think the issue is those. It's a lot of like the controller chips, the computers that control that stuff, that control the timing and the air fuel mixture and things like that has been a problem. And as a result, they're putting everything into those pieces, which means they don't have stuff for radios and uh, and uh, air conditioning controls. I mean, was it one manufacturer was selling vehicles without air conditioning? And they said, we, the air conditioning's installed, but we don't have these, enough of these chips. So when they come in, you can bring your car in and we'll put them in. So you buy the car hey, without air conditioning. Hey, but it's going to be 90, we'll add it's it, gonna be 90 degrees add it next month, buddy. That's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I guess that could fly when you're selling cars in February, but not so much, uh, mm. you know. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, a big issue with just about a lot of industry today because electronics is so important. It just drives everything when you, when you really look at it. There's yeah. not, a, there's not a, a home product out there that isn't driven by, somehow by yeah. a, a chip. Yeah, washers, dryers, refrigerators, dishwashers, all of your home appliances yep. have computers in them now in order to make them work. And uh, so, you know, there's been a, there was a run on that for a while. You couldn't buy washers and dryers. If you, yours died, you, you were washing yeah. in the sink, I guess. Another thing that came up last week is there's some discussion somewhere about this uh, diamond Im- with uh, embedded uh, radioactive uh, material from, uh, I guess, used uranium or something like that. Uh, that, but they're that, that they're talking about introducing, but it, it's the forever battery because uh, they they know the formula for how to get to the forever battery. Uh, there, there's none none ever yet been produced other than laboratory examples, I guess. But but to start out, mm-hmm. they're talking about a watch that you never replace the battery and you never have to charge your watch. Okay. And, but the only question that really comes up in the article that I read anyway, is uh, it was interesting in the comments. One guy says, am I going to get cancer in my wrist from wearing this watch? You know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they used to put that um, luminescence on the hands and they quit doing that because they found out it was irradiated. The only thing I can think of is they got to put a lead canister to, to wrap this diamond 
power source in so that it keeps, uh, you know, lead basically collects the uh, radi- radioactive sure. particles. So it'll, uh, you know, make your watch feel heavier and, and worth more. <laughs> yeah. So if, if they could put that all together in, in the proper format, uh, it might ultimately happen. But it's intriguing to think that you could build anything like that, that you normally would consume power. And you just say, well, this is actually way beyond a lifetime, the, the thing they were talking about, you know. But at least mm-hmm. you, you, they just refer to it as the life, life you know lifelong battery because no charging and and uh replace or or yeah, replacing no or anything charging. Like that, you know but it, yeah. it's an interesting thing to think about that that the technology at least in the lab uh has indicated that here's a here's a way to do such a thing you know yeah yeah, no, I think that it's uh, you know continued research into that area makes and the way and technology moves these days, you know, it might be five years or ten years out. That's for for you not too long. For me, that's a long time. But you know, yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes. But uh, you know, so and anyway, we're doing things so. today that ten years ago I think a lot of mm-hmm. people thought there was. A, no way, you know. Yeah, I just sent you a link on something. Oh, is that right? You oh, you, you sent me one yeah. uh, a while back. Oh, here. <laughs> yeah, this is bizarro, but they're basically doing fecal transplants. And they've done them in mice. And if you take the poop of a young mouse and basically put it into the back end of a old mouse, the old mouse kind of Hmm. becomes young again and so they're thinking that the microbiome the gut biome has an awful lot to do with aging wow yeah well if you can't get the get the bad things out of your body that need to come out that's that that's a that's a bad thing no wonder you age you know you're going to rot to death or something yeah well i mean it just it just shows that the microbiome changes over time but but what they're doing is they're saying that as the microbiome changes, it's causing mm. changes in you. So you know it doesn't necessarily mean that there's that, that that you have to have a fecal transplant. But what they're doing is looking at the difference in the microbiome and saying, well, how can we c- control the microbiome in order to you know keep keep the the aging process in yep. check? Well, that's a field that is going to blossom into be one of the biggest things um, imaginable because everybody uh can see that they'd like to have some of those benefits i mean instead of making the computers better make my body better so i don't you know you know buy exactly. me some time yeah yeah and you know i mean even if it's it may get to the point where it's like okay uh We'll give you a course of antibiotics to kill off the microbiome that you've got and then some pills to give you yeah. a new microbiome. And so you just go through this process every so often to kill off the old stuff and put in the new stuff. And, you know, you, and it doesn't say that you're necessarily going to live longer, but you'll be younger while you live. Healthier, Your body yeah. will be younger. 
healthier. You know, you'll have, you know, uh, they say, you know, things like uh, brain and uh, well, vision they go, and um, uh, and skin. But, but they, go hand, they go hand in hand. Younger. You know, if, if you're healthy, you're going to live longer on average, you know. So and anything yeah. you can do to improve oh, health all along the way, and because no matter what kind of uh, disease you have, it uh, it kind of drains some of the life energy out of you, some one way or another. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's amazing is is they're finding that not only is it is there a correlation, but that the young by by transplanting, they've actually reversed the degradation of eye brain right. gut and skin so you know it that's, is that's pretty it astounding is. pretty amazing you know and most people would think you're going to take somebody's poop and put it in in in, in my <laughs> and the answer is yeah yeah you know it sounds gross and disgusting you know what we'll knock you out for it <laughs> if it means if it means that i you know am going to you know, if it's going to solve problems that I have right now, like right now I have to wear glasses because my eyes have gotten old. If I could go through this process and not have mm-hmm. to wear glasses anymore, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd sign yeah, up for a study. Right. Let's do it. Yeah, when the benefits uh, get exceed the, you know? uh, the, the minor sure. issues with, with the... Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the, psychologically it sounds kind of weird and disgusting, but, you know, as long as the donor is properly scanned for you know diseases and stuff i don't want to pick up a disease because of this anytime you're using biological material you know even if you get like blood transplant oh yeah because people sure have died blood through is, blood, blood transplants you know, from somebody who had some uh what what, what was that thing that yeah magic, well yeah magic well, AIDS, Johnson's you know was yeah. was a uh you know yeah that you know there there are a lot of people who who died because they were you know in emergency surgery and got a blood transplant before right. we knew what to even right. look for <clears throat> yep, they said, well, don't need to make any of those mistakes again. Yeah. But for the for the families where that happened to them, it's pretty sad, you know? Yeah. Just say, hey, I, I want the poop of somebody <laughs> in my family. Yeah. The youngest people. I've yeah. got nephews. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's such a it, weird thing, you know. But it does. But, but you uh, know, there's so much research going on that people are learning about different parts of the body, and uh, and how they work, and 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 how they can mis- malfunction and all that. Why? It's a it's just amazing what technology and science has done. Just just learning how things work. Yeah. Yeah, it's astounding that as far as our science has gone, there are still things that we just don't understand. Well, the body is the most complex we think we got to work on anyway. I mean, it's. I know, but we've been looking at it for hundreds of years. You, not, know, you thought not, we would have figured some things not, out. Not really. And I guess we have. I, I wouldn't say hundreds. I'd say tens. Because in, in my lifetime. Yeah, that's true. There have been, you know, I look back and say, good Lord, things were primitive when I was a kid. Of course, then I didn't know it, you know. Right. Yeah, it seemed like uh, oh, it does. Science, it does. Right? It's just amazing because yeah. uh, you know they hardly did anything for my grandparents at their age. I mean, you know, you just lived and you, and when you died, you died, and there was no, no question about dealing with a lot yeah. of that stuff. 
But then my dad's generation, now they're the surgeons are doing things or were things they could at least get some parts that were bad out of the way so it didn't make the rest of the whole body bad, you know, like my dad lost a leg and half of a hip and lived for another four years because with what he had he was gonna die yeah. in less than a year. You know? So it's yeah. just the way it way it works out. And it but today Nobody even gets into my dad's condition because they know to attack that particular kind of cancer much earlier, you know? So it's just the right. uh, progress is being made. Yeah, well, and, and and the ability yeah. to detect it, you know? I mean, you think back, you know, Leonardo da Vinci was basically risking imprisonment, but he, you know, dissected human bodies to kind of figure out sure. the anatomy, right? And and he he drew pictures of the you know the the circulatory system and said oh right. here I kind of see how this all works and started yeah and, started the process and the reason that it's accelerating um, so fast is we now have thousands of people working basically on almost the same particular pro- problems or you know yeah and this is on throughout the body all the different things to to research uh, so it's uh it's really amazing what's happening in the world of uh, biology. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I um, was looking through here, by the way, too. One of the things that um, I, I found it, uh, right now, I'm not looking at it, but uh, or at least this article doesn't talk about it. But I did a little further research on this uh, fecal transplant thing. And there was a study done using fecal transplant to deal with um, neuropathy. And they found that it was successful. Really? Yeah. Well, if you find that article, send it to me. That's I'm more specific reading. to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about it is, is it's still sort of like on the fringe of of the medical sure. world. Well, until they make enough the progress, process. they don't want to get people too hyped on something and thinking they're getting it. And it not not yeah. really there, you know. So what what you really look for in most of these things in the medical world is, is have been published in major medical journals. You know that's that's where the progress is uh, first exposed. Yeah. So the fecal transplant foundation.org has a section where they talk about research projects. And let's see if that's where it was that I found this. Anyway, yeah. I'll find it. Huh. Anyway, uh, let's see. Um, well, thank you for the uh, the stuff on this television. Uh, but I've had experience there, and uh, it, it's never been yeah. good. <laughs> well, I can say that I, my only experience with it has yeah. been excellent. So. You know, I mean, there's, it seems own. to me there's no reason why it shouldn't work, but it just hasn't, you know. And and they and if you go to ask somebody about it, it says, "Well, did you buy a monitor or a TV?" And I say, a "TV." And you want to use it as a monitor, right? Well, what do you expect? <laughs> you know. There's... Yeah, and and I think that that has um, that maybe some of the newer TVs have yeah. resolved that problem. Oh, probably have, but. I, I got caught with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if you buy one, 
keep all your packaging and return it the next day if it yeah. doesn't work, right? Yeah, this is much later that I go, went about trying it. So. Yeah, yeah, you're using a TV that you used to have in a bedroom somewhere, and you're like, well, I might as well right. be using it, right? Yeah. And, you know, so that means it's an older device by definition. So the TV that I got, I literally bought specifically for this purpose. But I didn't do any, like, special research to say, hey, has anybody but used if, this TV but if you, as a monitor? But if you read an article where somebody else says, oh, if you get this TV and a certain model number, then it'll work fine, then, then you at least have one person who's told you that, you know? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Is I, di I didn't do any of that when I bought this. I just went and said, look, I, I wanted an HDR 4K TV that had, uh, you know, a... Um, uh, HDMI yeah. input, which they all do. And uh, it worked fine. I mean, I'd be happy to share with you the make and model of the TV that I got so that you could get that one if you want. Well, I don't know if I could even find it. You know, they change these models probably every year. Can you buy that same TV? They do. I don't know. I've had this one for probably See, three years. Probably not on the market so probably anymore. Not. And it may not have been a new one, but they probably have a follow-on, you know, that, what, you know, they come out with new ones every year, but very often the difference between the old one and the new one is, yeah. trim. you know, we add a port, we take away a port, yeah. you know, so, and I've got mine Visa mounted to a thing on the wall above my desk. Well, mounting is another issue, but uh, there's not everybody supporting the, yeah. the standards even, but there's a lot of, a lot of good mounts out there. If people would just go get them. Yeah, well, that's why I said I I did it with a Visa mount, and that then gave me the option to buy one that sits on my desk or one that attaches to the wall mm -hmm. and do however I wanted it. I, I did not use the, uh, the stand because the TV stand makes it sit like six inches off of the desktop. Yeah. And I wanted it higher than that. Yeah. So, uh. So I will definitely um, send you the info on my television set so you can, if you want to. Well, use if I if I can get one cheap, that sounds like a fine idea, there. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But but if I'm going to go buy something new and, it, and it's called a TV, I know to be very cautious now, you know. In in fact. Well, again, I think you know your experience was with an older TV. I I, I think you're probably your right. You'd think it would trend toward that somebody fixing these problems because they'll know that their competitors are going to do it, right? But yeah. I could take my portable computer with a cable to run into the HDMI port into a store and say, I'll buy a TV from you if it works with my computer the way I want it to, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Except that with my handicap, I can't do that very well. But anyway, that would be the way to do it. To get my business right you know somebody's motivated yeah. yeah i doubt that most places care enough to do that but if you had your portable computer and a plug to put plug it in they have to turn the power off and on is all you'd need to be sure you didn't blow something up although i don't know if people yeah. even do that don't don't even really need to do that you just need to switch it from hdi input one to two yeah. or wherever you're plugged yeah. in by the way uh, I was noticing that some of these TVs for or monitors 
for use use USB three cables like this uh, uh, monitor M eight monitor from Samsung. It doesn't use the HDMI pl- plug. Yeah, you, there's multiple ways to do it. So I I don't know what the pluses and minuses, but that might maybe they're just trying to get away from the business of calling it a TV, even though it works for that too. Because most most of all, what they're really saying is that you'll notice that uh, most uh, cable TV thing are advertising uh, a, an online streaming version of programs that you know you got to pay for too uh but there's a lot of television on on the internet right now and so they can sell monitors that that run all of that stuff because that's the that's the first thing that they're that they support is a basic uh, browser right and you you can if you've got a url you're in business you know yeah and and so that's a that's a big selling point you know, a lot of people don't know that. You know, they say, I want a TV. Well, do you really need one? I mean, that's what the, a good salesman would ask them now because they'll say, well, look, what I've, this here's here's one on the floor that we're doing nothing but streaming. And here's all the stuff on it. You know, now, the only downside I can mm-hmm. see the whole streaming business is, you know, you say channel on TV, channel 38 or whatever it is. Well, you got a big, long URL and that doesn't mean anything to you, you know. But a good television that's set up for doing that is one that has access to that they can control access to all the URLs that are available to you and make it easy, you know. Yeah, they've skipped that step. They just have smart TVs that have their own operating systems, and you run apps just right. like you do on Apple TV. Right. So you don't have to worry about URLs or anything. You just run the app from the provider. You know, so you want to watch Hulu on yeah. the Hulu app. Uh, my experience, by the way, is because is the TV that I'm using as my monitor and I have another one here in my office that I use just as a TV um, are smart TVs. And my experience is, is that their streaming experience is poor compared to the Apple TV. And most people think, well, the Apple TV, why would you ever buy that? It's, you know, five times as because it works as a easy box or whatever. <laughs> well, you know, uh, my my experience has been that because of its design somewhere in there, and I believe it has to do with the fact that it has more buffer, more memory, the streaming is much smoother. Other things will start to stream and then hang up and get caught because the, the, you know, data Uh, stream coming down is not consistent and perfect. And the Apple, you know, brings everything down, smooths it all out. And so I, I get a much better viewing experience going through my Apple TV. I, I literally have a smart TV that I don't use anything smart on it. I use the Apple TV to drive it for television yeah. in my office because for that reason alone. And I've tried it. And in the same location, attached to the same Internet connection, the TV you know, gags and stutters every once in a while, and the Apple huh. TV doesn't. And so I just said, you know what? There's the reason you spend more money for, for the better device. Yep. Right there. And like I said, I assume it has to do with buffering. It probably has to do with buffering and other things. Well, the big thing it has to do with is a faster pro- processor. You know, you, you know these smart so, TVs yeah, aren't has, using yeah. the best processors in them. They're just doing whatever they can get by with. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, cheap, cheapest thing they can they can buy and so. put in the device. 
so that they yeah. can say they have the feature. Yeah. I, I hadn't so. really experienced uh, any of those because I, like like you say, we go to Apple TV. You know, I I am assuming yeah. that Hulu and some of the others that where you buy a box have addressed the same issues, right? I, don't, I haven't re- looked at a review on them. Well, well, you know, th- there's uh, Amazon Fire Sticks and Google Chromecast, and there's uh, hey, Roku. Uh, yeah. So have big, you seen re- have you seen comparative big comparative? Yeah, and and there's a lot of people who say feature for feature, there's no reason to buy the Apple. But like I said, my personal experience, and I have had, I have a Google Chromecast, and I have a app Amazon Fire, and I have uh, the uh, Roku boxes. I had Roku first before there was even Apple TVs, and I've got you know a TV with Roku built into it, a Roku TV, and I find the Apple TV to be a better experience. Hmm. And so that's sure. what I use. You know. Um, you know, there's uh, there's room for people to disagree with me. I, I, you know, if they have stuff that they like, you know, I've got a family member who loves the Amazon Fire. Uh, they've got the little Amazon Fire yeah. TV box, and uh, and it works well for them. You know, and maybe because maybe they've got a better, faster, more consistent internet connection than I do, so that doesn't matter that they're, you know, that they have a smaller buffer and a slower yeah. processor. Um. But in my situation, the Apple TV is clearly superior. Well, clearly, I'm getting tired of spending as much money as we have to spend on our uh, cable TV system. So I'm serious about doing something about that. Of course, the problem I've got is yeah. your mother. <laughs> I have the exact same problem because my wife is the same way. She's like, and I, I'm slowly starting to teach her and do wean her into using the apps so yeah. she can do it streaming. You know, she's so used to like she she goes in and she she's like this wizard of like recording mm-hmm. everything she wants to watch, and then watching the record. And I'm like, why are you recording anything? You can just go to the app and watch yeah. it. It's already there. You don't have to record it. You don't have to actively do anything. You can go. You want to watch something that was on HGTV? Go to the HGTV app and you can watch it. You want to watch something that was there three weeks ago or three months ago? Go to the app and watch yeah. it. It's there. You know. Um, and she's coming around to that, you know, initially she didn't like it because some of the stuff was, um, it would show up the day after. And she says, I want to watch it when it comes out. But what she ends up doing is recording it and watching it a day or two later anyway. Well, I almost refuse to watch something live anymore unless it's, unless it's sports. Me too. Because I... Oh, I don't even watch sports. I, I've been watching the NBA playoffs yeah. pretty much through the whole thing. And I set them all to record, and I go in and start watching about a half hour yeah. after they start. And that sure. way I can skip all the commercials, and then I skip and I skip over mm-hmm. halftime. You know, that half-hour buffer is just about perfect. Yep. And so I can watch it, and I don't have to watch any commercials yep. or halftime. You know, the only time I let a commercial play is if I'm leaving to go to the bathroom yeah, and get and, something and, to eat. And you know, the advertisers have got to know people are doing that. They're losing half their half advertiser dollars to people that are never going to watch them. Yeah, I, I, eyeballs right. aren't watching that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I even do it with live stuff. I don't care if I end up watching the end of the game five minutes That's right. after the end That's of the right. game. That's right. I don't either. You know. I just I just make sure I don't look at the you know I'm not looking up scores or anything online. Right. I don't want to ruin it. 
but uh, yeah, I I'd much rather skip over all of the, yeah. the filler. I, I I tell you, we uh, I I, uh, I had perfect timing yesterday for the Kentucky Derby. I I when I turned it on, the Derby had already started. And it did, and it did all the uninteresting huh. parts, you know, the front end, you know, when they're just trying to jockey around for places. But lo and behold, by the time I turned mm-hmm. it on, was about the time when the guys started coming up through from the back, and somebody, you know, and of mm-hmm. course, then they played that over. So you saw yeah. the long shot win. But that huh? was amazing win, wasn't it? Uh, it was pretty cool. I read about uh, it. I did not watch it. I probably could go find well, it online and watch it. Well, I, I get but. interested in that thing once a year, <laughs> only be only because we've been yeah. there. We toured the facility, never been to a live event, but I also went to the Kentucky Horse yeah. Farm down in Lexington too, and that was just about maybe more interesting because uh-huh. they got a big museum and other things down there. But uh, in Louisville, uh-huh. there were some other things to see, like the Louisville Slugger Place, which I used our baseball bats all my life, and and. Uh, and the uh, yep. the boxer, uh, what's his face, uh, was from Louisville. Uh, yeah. Muhammad Ali. Uh, and so they, they have some stuff there for him. So uh, there's a lot of things to do in Louisville, you know. But the big. Mm-hmm. First thing you do is learn Lou- to say yeah. Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> so we, en- we enjoyed our, our day in Louisville. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. That that was that was really neat. That I said, ah, here come the horses, you know. And we got to watch the thing, and they got really excited when the eighty to one guy comes ru- rushing forward. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a big deal. I guess it's it's not the 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 biggest long shot to win, but but the biggest long shot. To I was win waiting for him to time. tell me if somebody won that. What do they call it? The, the max prize is a trifecta or something. The, one the of those things. Trifecta or something. Yeah. Who. Who yeah. picked him in the yeah, trifecta? There, well, no, they, there was one that you could have spent one dollar and won three hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I want to know: was anybody yep. do that? You know, <laughs> anybody buy that ticket? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Talk about a, a win. So, anyway, the other thing that was interesting about that race is that. As soon as the guy won, they started shooting these close-ups, you know, from got it, just his head and stuff in the camera. But they kept, they couldn't avoid getting the top mm-hmm. part of his outfit, which he must have rolled around in the dirt. The guy's shirt was the dirtiest jockey silks, I think they call them. They're fancy outfits. Yeah. With, you know, but for whatever reason. Yeah, well, you don't realize how much those horses, when they're running, kick up the turf all over the place. There's dirt flying yeah. the entire race, well, especially it, if you're in the back. It must have all accumulated so, on his jacket because I tell you, it was filthy. It was filthy, yeah. filthy, <laughs> and it was emb- and it looked bad. I mean, it really looked bad. So anyway, yeah. it, I noticed that a little bit later in the shot, somebody must have got up there with a, a, a thing and dusted them off, you know, because <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. you need to look better. You're on national television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think he was happy and early. Yeah, he there. probably did. So, I hope his. Yeah, I saw I saw a video after the race of the horse as they were trying to walk him over to the winner's circle, and they usually have other like trainers and stuff there riding other horses, 
and he kept like like swinging his head and biting at the other horses and he was just the horse oh yeah was just yeah that up. horse he had that, that's the kind of horse that i want to see as they're walking them then putting them into the the uh cage to take off you know before the start if i'm betting on something yeah. i i base my bet totally on the horse behavior before they got him into the shoots you know because that's yeah. where you can yeah. tell what the horse is going to be like is he ready to run yeah, yeah, he's high, high energy and aggressive, and just that, you know, that was funny. He really down. was after that other horse, like, or actually, it was the bridle. I think he was yeah. trying to get his get. He got his mouth on it, and the other guy couldn't jerk it out of his mouth. Even yeah, that was, that was yeah. interesting. Yeah, he he was fired <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. Just like an athlete after a win, you see them sometimes walking around, you know, pumping their fists that's, and just that's right. Too much adrenaline. Yeah. My doggy just came in. Say hi, doggy. Hi, baby. Hey there. How yeah. we doing, Bandit? She says, I want to see somebody. What you doing in here, huh? We're doing a podcast, puppy. you got to speak. Well, there yeah. you go. She shook. We knew she, she, did. she made she some did. noise. She... she made some noise. I must her hair. You know, she got to get her hair back in place. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... My dog, uh, one of my dogs, has gotten very barky when we put him out. And sometimes when he goes out in the early morning when he first gets up, you know, he's mm -hmm. making a lot of racket while people are still sleeping. So we try to hush him. So I got one of those little collars that you can, it, you can push one button to make a beeping sound and a second button, and it vibrates. And then the third button gives him a slight little shock. And I've shocked myself with it just to see. And it's uh, nothing that's going to hurt him. So, I, you know. But uh, we never had to get that far. You put the beep on. And he, like, gets this weird look. And his eyes get big. And, he's, and he starts kind of like. <laughs> like, he's like, what the heck was that? He doesn't like the beep mm. underneath his neck. And that's good. That's yeah. enough deterrent right there. I just noticed. I, I, so. I forgot that I had the phone in my pocket. Because I picked it up to have it with me when I left the room earlier. And, uh. It's got a whole bunch of buttons on it. So when I pulled it out of the pocket, I could have pushed one of these other buttons. It's like, you know, send a message or searching conversation or oh, schedule a call. Yeah, I do. I do that all the time. You know, the, the phone is supposed to know when to blank the yeah. screen and when not. But the stupid thing unblanks all the time. And I'm forever either either accidentally pushing buttons on both sides and taking a screenshot. I've got oh. I can't tell you how many screenshots <laughs> of my screen that are just garbage screenshots because I picked up the phone or uh, I accidentally hit a button and then it's now running an app or in some mode that I don't want. And I have to put it back to the, to the, you know, the yeah. it, springboard. Well, the, 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 the best thing for me to do is I, I can actually have the phone off of the screen. It's just a little green thing up here in the corner and just, just have, I can have all of my yeah. other buttons. They won't do as much damage to the phone call, you know, well, because Right, yeah, that's that's in the later, the more recent versions of OS the, uh, of the operating system, they do that now. So you minimize yeah. the phone, which is nice because you know sometimes while you're on the phone, you want to be oh. looking up something or checking something or copying and sending sure. something. Sure, yeah, to the that's, you're that's, that's real important. But plus the fact that you just don't want to accidentally push a phone, uh, you know, a button that affects your conversation. You know. Right. 
Yeah, no, that that used to happen a lot where I'd be talking to somebody and I'd mute myself on with my cheek or something. Again, phone was supposed to blanket screen when it's up next to your head, right. but it doesn't always do it right. And, uh, you know, and then suddenly the other person's like, are you there? Are you there? And I'm going, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And they can't. By the way, speaking of what things that come up on iPhones, uh, I don't know exactly when it happened, but I have right now under my recent thing on my phone, uh, it has a number two, like I've got either two messages or a mess that I missed or something, you know, but I go in and, and try to look at it and none, none of the recent show. If I put it on all, I should have all of the recents, a whole list. They used to always have recents. And so that's why I left it under on yeah. mists, you know, because then I just knew what calls I missed. Well, neither one of them show up anymore on, on either button. And if I go to another button, then that two that was there that says I had two of something disappears. You know? Because mm -hmm. you checked it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's probably why. Yeah, I don't know. They don't show up on the list. There is no list. Yeah. Have you reset your phone uh, recently? You mean like rebooted? Go to yeah, go to general. Yeah, I don't want to do that while I'm using it. <laughs> well, obviously not right now, but yeah, I do that every once in a while just because I think. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But uh, you know. Anyway, I still think that some of the, some of the biggest hangups of smartphones is how they interface with the service providers. You know, the service providers want to do things certain ways, and. And the phone providers really want to provide you with a, a uh -huh. certain experience. And so the two don't always have yeah. common goals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to see if your mom really wanted a new phone the other day because she's had this old uh, 6, I think it is. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. the, the main thing about it is I bought her a case with a built-in battery be because the battery didn't last right. too long. Well, that case deteriorated, even though it was made of general leather, you know, real leather. It's not made of real leather. It's well, made of silicone. The, I've played with it. That silicone, that Apple battery. Okay, well, anyway, it fell apart, broke. And so right. now we don't have the extra battery on our phone. So we'll see how long it takes before, uh, you know, the phone battery keeps dying. Mm -hmm. uh, well, if she likes that kind of phone, you know, the new SE3 is exactly the same size shape. Still has a button on it. She doesn't have to change the face ID oh. or anything. So if she gets the, the new SE, uh, it has the guts of the iPhone 13, the newest processor yeah. and everything. It just looks like the phone she has. So she doesn't have to change yeah. at all. You know, because that's what a lot of people who have the older button phones go. I don't want to change the face ID. I don't want things to be different. Well, I want to be exactly she doesn't same. even really need a smartphone. She doesn't use the phone uh, for anything other than occasional camera. But since I take pictures, my pictures are so much better than on her phone that she doesn't even take them anymore. Well, if you if you got a newer phone, she would well, have better pictures. Well, that's true. Yeah. Frankly, I would, if you went and got the brand new SE and moved all of her data over and just swapped it. She probably yeah. wouldn't even notice the difference because it physically is exactly the same size. 
Uh, it's got a better camera. It's a faster processor, and obviously yeah. a brand new battery. It's four hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, but right now it's four hundred and fifty bucks. I don't have to spend because she's happy. <laughs> yeah. Long as yeah. she's happy. Till till she goes to use her phone, the battery. Yeah, then, then it'll all change. Yep. So. Frankly, you might do it for your own safety. If we're out, if you guys are out somewhere, you get hurt. She needs to make a phone call, and her battery's That's dead. That's true. You know, if you need if you need nine one one, and she can't make the call, <laughs> I saved my own life spending that four fifty, huh? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That might be a smart four hundred fifty dollars yeah. to spend. <laughs> yeah. You know, because as, as uh, Steve Jobs, I think one time, in, a, in I, I recall in something, he said, well, uh, you know, when we were designing this thing, above all, the phone's got to be yep. a phone. You know, all this other stuff is great, but if when you pick it up to make a call and it doesn't, then, and so that's why the, the operating system and the phone functions mm-hmm. are separate. You know, they, they work separately. And the phone overrides any of the smart yep. functions. Takes priority. Yeah, but just think what a real phone, just just a phone, no smarts. What 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 are those costs these days? Maybe a flip phone or something like that, you know? Yeah, they sell like a Nokia bar phone still that you can buy, and I think they're like... And you own it. You don't have to... Well, I guess we own these too, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't lease mine. I don't know about you, but... Yeah. Yeah. You know, you still have to pay services, yeah. service fees. Yeah, the line from the telephone company costs the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and frankly, you know, you say, you, you know, a, a non-smartphone doesn't need a data plan. I don't even know if they will sell you a, a service plan that doesn't have data. It's just yeah. all bundled now, whether right. you use it or not. So I don't think you actually save anything by buying a non-smartphone. And she does text. I get texts. Oh, that's I, right. I, I guess she does that. So. Which you can do on a non-smartphone, but it's more difficult. Yeah. A little keypad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd look at the SE. I think that'd be perfect for her because it would mean no change. It would work exactly the way the current phone works. Physically looks exactly the same. It's just better camera, faster processor. I'm sitting here holding the phone, and the thing that was, it had the phone face had been, you know, put behind what it put to sleep or not. It's still working, but anyway, and the thing popped up with all the little buttons up again. So it decided it wanted to be shown. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, probably recognized your face and said, oh, you want to look at me. That's the problem with the Face ID phones, right? It's like as soon as you look at them, they think, oh, you want to be looked at. And so yeah, wake we'll up see what I can do for you here. Huh? Give you some options. So you push yeah. the buttons. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give you a whole bunch of buttons to push so you can mess, it, mess everything up so you can't, you're non-functional. So, well, you know, I think we've I kind think of talked we, through everything. It's getting... <laughs> So why don't we call it a day? So we'll be back again next week. Thanks for joining us on Generation Tech. Bye, Todd. See you, Dad.